Welcome to Real Review, a podcast to help you decide for yourself if a movie or TV show is worth your time, money, and energy. With Real 1, Zoe will break down the nuts and bolts, minus spoilers, of course. And with Real 2, she'll invite you into a conversation about the narrative, characters, background, and the power of story. Welcome to a very special and merry episode of Real Review. We are doing a Christmas movie debate with our special guests from Afternoons on Real FM. We have Anson. Hello. We have Kara. Hey. And so the way I have constructed this wonderful debate, which will not go wrong <laughs> at all, is we each have a Christmas movie that we think is the best Christmas movie, and we're going to fight to the death. Uh, <laughs> to the death. To the death. Uh, <laughs> for Strong. which one is the best? Christmas movie. So let's all just say what our best Christmas movie is. Why don't you start, Anson? Oh, okay. Well, I picked uh, a classic from 1983, A Christmas Story. Ooh. One of my personal favorites. Probably, uh, it is my favorite. I, I'm claiming that. Yeah. In okay. Absolutest and you're terms. Going to like you it with your life. Yes. Okay. Right. Sorry. Gotcha. I'm, I'm catching up to this. Yeah. <laughs> and Kara. Uh, mine is A Muppet Christmas Carol, which came out in 1992. So I was six years old. So Aww. the nostalgia is strong with us. All right. Mm-hmm. So y'all are going to have to tear this out of my hands, out of my cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. Kara's Woo. getting with it. I'm getting in the spirit. Okay. <laughs> and mine is Elf ah. from 2003, which makes it 20 years old. There you go. And fun fact, for a movie to be considered a classic, it has to be at least 20 years old. Oh, so okay. even though I would consider fun. Elf an instant classic, <laughs> it is now officially, officially a, a classic. classic. Okay. okay. And crazy that that movie is 20 years old. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what we are going to do first is we need to set some definitions. We need to set some terms for what we are arguing for. Okay. So we need to find out together what defines a movie as the best Christmas movie before we launch into our actual debate. So let's agree on that term right now. All right. We have to agree. Yeah, we have to agree. That could be a challenge. That could be a challenge. This is our first challenge. Well, Kara (laughs) mentioned it, and I do think it's a, um, a critical part of Christmas movies and rating them is the nostalgia factor. Yep, that's that was like, number one on my list. Is it not? Yeah. yeah feel like good nostalgia. nostalgia is a big part of the holiday season just in general. Yep. So I feel like that definitely has to be high. At least yeah. a major component yep. for a good Christmas movie. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Uh, another one on my list would be like a broad audience appeal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. This is why it. Hallmark can't make it to that's this right. category. Hallmark true. is right. niche. You that's know? true. It is a little bit too narrow. <laughs> yeah. At least Agreed. not appealing to me. <laughs> yeah. I can confirm. True. True story. Yes. Okay. So we want, you said something appealing to a mass audience mm-hmm. and we need something with some nostalgia. Yeah. And yeah. I would argue there needs to be some originality to it. Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. You know, it, yeah. that's what helps it stand up to other Christmas movies is That's the fact fair. that it's original. So okay. we agree with, with I think those, those are yeah, three those are pretty good criteria. pillars to okay. judge by. Sure. Agreed. Originality, nostalgia, and mass appeal. Okay. I like okay. it. All right. Now that we have our definition for what makes the best Christmas movie, we need to do our opening arguments. And <laughs> oh. I don't have a good way for determining who should start <laughs> first. I should have thought of that. Um, 
Me. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> Vincent has a good way. Yeah, Mine's the best, so I'll go first. Oh, okay. How about that? Gotcha. Let's do that. We'll just go around then. All right. So I've got just a few minutes to make my case, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have three minutes. I'll get a timer. Three minutes. Oh, a timer. Three minutes. Oh, that's I'm sorry. I was in speech and debate in high school. This is how we are how doing we this. All yes. right. A Christmas story is presented. Have both of you seen the movies? Yes. yes, I have. Okay. It's presented as a series of vignettes, right? Yes. So a lot of like individual scenes that make up a whole movie. They don't really make movies like this anymore. No. Uh, but this was a classic thing back in the 70s and 80s. Um, and the interesting thing about this movie is when it came out, it wasn't really all that popular. Like yeah. it did okay in theaters, but over time it became the Christmas classic that it is today. Yeah. And I think the reason why A Christmas Story is so good, in my view, is because of the nostalgia factor, mm-hmm. the originality, and just the relatability. Mm. Like each of these vignettes, <laughs> when mm-hmm. you watch it, whether you're a kid or an adult, you see it and you go, oh, yeah, like I may not have experienced that exact situation, but I have been in a situation uh, like that or yes. one similar to it and probably around the holidays. Yeah. So it just brings you back mm. to Christmas. Right. Like there um, I, I will admit the movie, if you didn't grow up with it as a kid, yep. it's a little off the wall. It's uh-huh. a little weird. It yep. feel like and so I acknowledge all of that. But underneath that, like that's part of the appeal. Like it it makes it relatable because everyone has weird relatives around the holidays. Everybody has like those weird, strange moments that happen uh, during Christmas time. Mm. So just a few uh, examples of some of the vignettes in here. The main one obviously is the main character, Ralphie and his BB gun that he wants. Every kid and I know both of you would agree with this, can relate to that one Christmas present that you wanted with all of your heart, (laughs) right? And some adult told you, like, it's too expensive. You're never going to get that. Or you're not going to get that. Or that's a silly thing to want. Or in the case of Ralphie, you'll shoot your eye out, right? And so every kid knows, like, I just want this thing more than life itself. And hearing from adults that you shouldn't want it. It's crushing. But then you end up getting it, and it's, like, the best day of your life, right? Yeah. Uh, Another one is the old man which, by the way, I love that the dad doesn't actually have a name in the movie. He's, he's just the old man. Oh, my gosh. Um, he fights this, like, never-ending battle with the malfunctioning furnace in his home. Yes. And, like, every adult around the holidays... <laughs> has experience with like the heat going out or like dealing with stuff around your home. So yep. that one's relatable. Oh, man. Um, there's Ralphie eagerly checking the mail every day for his like secret decoder ring. <laughs> and we've all probably fallen victim to like some like marketing device yeah. or something from some company <laughs> or like, Oh, if I just like learn the secret code or do this thing, I'll be able to, uh, to, uh, earn this like really special prize or reward or something. And then it turns out to be kind of underwhelming. Mm. So that one's another one. Um, Ralphie accidentally lets an F-bomb slip yep. when he's helping his dad change a tire. Yep. He gets his mouth washed out with soap. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah. most of us have had that experience. <laughs> and then on top of that, he fantasizes that night about uh, dying or no, it was going blind from oh. soap poisoning. Oh, oh my god! And then his parents feeling bad. Oh, I can't believe that we used soap to wash out your mouth. Like that was so your terrible of us. Up. One yes, more. I'm going to, cause this is a classic of a debate too, is like going over by 30 oh, seconds. Oh, okay. 30 um, seconds. The last nice. one is Ralphie receiving the uh, bunny onesie. Oh yes. From oh, aunt Clara. Yeah. Did you guys both not have like some relative yeah. who always gave you like a weird present? or like an embarrassing one like the aunt that gives you a pink bunny suit and you had to be like oh it's great thank you and then putting it on (laughs) 
So all of those like just add up to this thing of like you watch this movie and you go, oh yeah, I did that. Oh yeah, I experienced that. Oh yeah, uh, my family's weird in that way. Interesting. And uh, I think that like nostalgia and relatability is mm. what ultimately makes a Christmas story one of the best. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right, Kara, it's your turn. Has made his case. All right. So the Muppet Christmas Carol, you have all of these amazing things coming together. So you have this, this classic story that is beloved by many generations, a Christmas Carol, but then you bring in the magic. And by the way, it's a surprisingly like accurate, faithful, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Adaptation. Adaptation of this story. If you actually like look at the original story and look at these words, like it's from, it's straight out of the book. It's pretty impressive. So there's that. But then you have the Muppets (laughs) Mm -hmm. and beloved Jim Henson. And this movie was, I I think, came out slightly after his untimely death. And so you have just all of these beloved characters from your childhood making it not only like magical, but relatable and funny. So you have this like serious Christmas story that you're getting. But then you also have these hilarious hijinks from Gonzo, who is Charles Dickens and Mm -hmm. his sidekick Rizzo the Rat. (laughs) And just like endless hijinks, but they're so good and so funny. And so that gives it this broad audience appeal, right? Because you've got the kids watching, then you've got mom and dad, and you've got like, even if you're kind of like, oh, I'm not into this movie, like you're laughing along with the Muppets because you can't help yourself because they're the Muppets (laughs) and they're the best. Uh, And then also I am a sucker for a good musical. It's got all of this lovely, like the score, like these songs, but also just this, it's just classic peak Christmas. It's this Victorian, like there's snow on everything. I just watched the opening credits and I'm just like, ah, it's Christmas. (laughs) Like I just feel better about life. Just watching this movie. It's beautiful. It's a cult classic for a reason. And I just think it's the best, it's the best thing. And like, I have watched this probably every year for the last like 30 years. So and it stood the test of time. People still like follow this as a cult classic movie. You have 50 more seconds. I have 50 do, you seconds? Want, do you want well, to use efficient. them? Do you want to use them? You um, can or you can. Let me let me see. I yield um, my time. Mic <laughs> drop. <laughs> um, I will say let me let me look at my notes real quick. Um <laughs> 40 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> now you're exactly. running out of time. Oh, here's one more. Here's one more just like fun little tidbit for you. I rented this for the first time from the grocery store as a VHS when I was a kid. Nice. Aww. That is how like nostalgic and how embedded this is in my like memory and history. And it's one of those movies that like my parents and I, we still quote to each other, especially the Gonzo Rizzo lines like <laughs> hoity toity, Mr. God like smarty pants. <laughs> That's one of our favorites. And now I'm watching it with my, I convinced my husband to watch it with me last night in preparation. Wow. Uh, Yes. Ah. And I was like, oh, it's still, it's just, it's so <laughs> good. Just brings the warm fuzzies. It does. <laughs> All right. You've, you've made time. Okay. Good job. <laughs> okay. My turn. So Elf. Elf, in my opinion, was an instant classic. The minute that Elf <laughs> showed up on the scene, it solidified itself as an iconic Christmas movie. I iconic. think that it is extremely original. It's not based on a book. It's not wow. based. <laughs> okay. It's not based in weird vignettes. Oh wow. Now she's like actively attacking. I it's, didn't know that was. It's part one of. long weird vignette. Yeah, okay. it, it is, that is very true. It's kind of it does t- 
take inspiration. And John Favreau, the director, is someone that I really love as a director and a creative person. I love a lot of the projects that he's done. I think he's really great. And he took inspiration from those, like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and um, those, like, what are those cartoons called? The claymation, like the the Frosty the Snowman. There's a name for those animations that come during the Christmas time, and I can't remember. Yeah. the name of the company that did them, but they were inspired by that art style, which is yeah. why you see them like right. the, in the world that Elf lives in. Mm-hmm. He's got all those Mr. cute Norwal. characters. Yeah, which at first seems really random, but it's yeah. also so familiar <laughs> at the same time. Right. Yep. And they do a good job at making the movie wholesome and funny and walking the line where um, Will Ferrell could have easily, Buddy could have easily been very annoying and like, you know, abrasive with yeah. how childish he is. But instead, they were able to walk that line and make him so endearing and wholesome and you just root for him you're like i just want him to have his dad <laughs> you know like it, it's very fun and talk about quotable like yeah. that is a quotable movie <laughs> like i think all it's the true. time about the five food groups of candy candy canes candy corn <laughs> like i think about that all the time and it's just got so many iconic moments and memories and now it's 20 years old and it's still Man. A Christmas movie that people will watch again and again and again, and I've got a minute. Uh, <laughs> you guys are fast. Yeah. I'm yeah, you had a lot prepared. Uh, um, it's because my movie was so good. There it was, was so, so much good. to communicate. I think it just means I didn't prepare as well as as you did. Um, but yeah, I think from the writing to like the way that they created the world that Elf is in and then comes out of, and the characters and like. Everything is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And I will save my time. We'll be done. We'll be done with that because I don't want to just add more fluff. So now we are going to end the questions round. So since Anson started, we get to attack oh. his position <laughs> oh, wow. um, for about five minutes. Wow. We attack. get to attack. Just get attacked for and five minutes. You can, you can rebuttal with <laughs> us, but little... you will have actual rebuttal time as well. Okay. Oh, you have to restrict your. Well, you can combat a little bit. Okay. But because we not can't too much. just okay. attack him. That seems, you know. <laughs> A bit rough, but just be aware that, you know, you're not attacking me, by the way. It's the movie. (laughs) I just want to clarify. Just want to clarify. (laughs) Anson's an idiot. His opinions are dumb. Those are ad hominem, which we will not include here. Keep keep your hands. The sweater is stupid. No. All no. right. And if you're then, listening to the audio version, by the way, yes. I've got a wonderful we Santa. We're all wearing we have sweater. Christmas sweaters. Yeah. Christmas sweaters. I required it for this um, debate. True. She did demand. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep in mind, you will have two minutes at okay, the end okay. to okay. rebut any of the points yeah. that Kara and I present to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our five minutes start now. Wow. Kara, do you have anything you want to launch at him? Okay. So, I, I mean, I don't want to launch anything at him. <laughs> I hope I that, appreciate that. But <laughs> the, I do have some thoughts. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I did not grow up watching this movie. Yeah. So the first time I watched it, I was an older teenager and uh, growing up with a fair number of more like, you know, Christmas carol-y type movies and mm-hmm. my nostalgia theme. <laughs> I was baffled by this movie. Oh, yes. I was like, I don't know what to do with this movie and I don't <laughs> like it because I was much, I, I much more was in the like, I want Christmas to be like picture perfect and like everything is pretty and snowy and the music is lovely. Victorian. And at that time in my life, yeah. I will say as an adult, I, I need to watch it again because I might right. appreciate it more. Yeah. But I will say my gut reaction, and that's the only time I've ever watched watched it by the way was I hate this movie (laughs) 
because I did not understand the point. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't understand. This is that's, weird. That's the thing about a Christmas story, in my opinion, is it's a series of very memorable, quotable vignettes. Like, yes, I, <laughs> I'm triple dog, Daria. <laughs> or like, you know, shut your eye out. Right. Like, there's a lot of great lines. Daddy's going to kill Ralphie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like my dad, all the time, as I was a kid, he would say, fragile. Yes. Like, oh, he would say that yeah. all the time, and I never knew. My dad <laughs> loves a Christmas story. Uh, but It's he, a dad movie, yeah. I'll admit it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, that could be part of the Dads yeah. are very into a Christmas story. And ah. then, finally, as a young adult, my mom finally allowed us to, as a family, <laughs> watch it. Because she doesn't like it. Okay. So, see? as, like, this was only a few years ago, as a family, we were like, finally, we're going to see this movie that dad keeps quoting. Okay. That we think the quotes are funny because dad is quoting it. But we it, don't know what, but he's we don't know what it's about. from. And so, that we watched the movie. Funny. And I came away from that movie like, oh. So that's what they're all from. <laughs> and like, oh. I, I get the, the nostalgic appeal is real. Like there are parts of it that I like. I just don't think holistically as a movie, it quite works for a mass audience. That's what I, I think was it's a going bit niche. I was just yeah. going to say that. I don't know that it checks the box of mass audience appeal. Interesting. If it's a dad okay. movie in particular. <laughs> Which you yeah. just admitted. So. I admitted that it appeals to dads. <laughs> I didn't say it didn't appeal to other yeah. people. True. Yeah. True. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, it does not appeal to me. But. <laughs> Also, maybe keep I should, working on it. I should watch it as an adult. Yeah. I'll you've, you've seen it one time. I That's could, fair. I could as an rewatch adult. it. You know, it was yeah. a few years ago. I could give it another chance, but off the, the top of my head, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical. It's a very weird movie, too. It's like, weird. Like it it, when you're watching me... it, it's almost surreal. Yes, you that's know, a good way it's to put a little it. bit out there. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. give me the feel good vibes. Like it just gives me like. Oh yeah, Christmas is messed up and families are messed up. <laughs> like, and sometimes you need that. Sometimes Not the truth lie. is harsh, Kara. Not lie. It's like a Christmas vacation. When I watch Christmas Vacation, I'm like, yeah, sometimes that's yeah. how Christmas feels. That's another movie my mom doesn't fun, like that I only watched last movie. year. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was like, this wasn't as bad as my mom thought it was. No. The Hallmark anyway. Christmas movie fans. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not a Hallmark Christmas movie fan though. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I think that's yes, all I have to say. The other, yeah, those are the kind of the big points that I had was yeah. the nostalgia appeal I get is a powerful like motivator for, mm-hmm. for thinking mm-hmm. this yeah, movie yeah. or any movie, frankly, like yeah. that nostalgia is very powerful, but I do think this is a very niche movie. Like, but I will say the other mm-hmm. point, the other uh, point on our list of good yes. Christmas movies, it is very original. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not yes. supposed to be arguing for him though. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. What you so we're mostly picking <laughs> on just, mostly picking on just one of our three arguments That's then, fair. right? That's fair. Which is that it's well, not, mass appeal, doesn't have enough broad appeal. Yeah. Mass appeal. And what were the other points that we had? That originality. Well? Yeah. Nostalgia. Mass appeal, nostalgia. So mm-hmm. I could give you the nostalgia, but the nostalgia with the caveat that that's for you and certain people like you. Not I have no nostalgia because I didn't grow up with it. I watched it that's only a true. few years ago. My dad might have some nostalgia. Well, for I mean, it. you could make that argument about literally any movie. You could say, true. like, true. I've watched the Muppet Christmas movie maybe twice. So oh. I don't really have any nostalgic connection to that movie. That's true. Right. So like oh, just based on how often you've seen a movie, mm-hmm. that doesn't really say anything about whether the movie is objectively good or yeah. bad. Yeah. And or your movie is the oldest of the three. So I That's will say true. that it has, because it was on, it became popular on reruns on TV and yeah. that's how it kind of permeated through the culture. Hey, let's yeah. throw true. something on. It kind of seeped its way where even though I never saw the movie, I knew the lines, like I knew the mm. quotes, but does movie quotes make the best Christmas movie. I don't know. You were just arguing about all the quotes from Elf. No, so. no, that's only a piece of what that makes it different. great. That was we're not arguing. 
arguing my movie yet. We're arguing his I'm movie. breaking the rules. All right. So it sounds like maybe it's about time for me to uh, Yes, to you are. We are out then. of time. So, yeah. Anson, you it's have two turn. minutes for your rebuttal. Oh, only two minutes to your oh. five. Okay. Okay. Well, the first thing that you guys talked the most about was uh, whether the movie appeals to a broad audience. Yes. It's a fair question. I do think it appeals the most to dads and people who like less traditional Christmas movies. Mm. Yes. Because it is definitely not It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. It's not the like feel good, everything is perfect and rainbows and unicorns and sunshine kind of movie. <laughs> I think it is a much more realistic portrayal of how Fair. Christmas actually goes mm. for most families. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there is value in that. And I think that is the part um, that could create more of a broad appeal is the mm. fact that like I think dads can relate to some of the dad scenes in here. There's some really funny scenes with the mom and her like trying to like put coats on her kid and oh, yeah. get his arms down yeah. and yeah. Um, you know reassuring that uh, her youngest uh, son that her, her uh, husband is not going to kill her oldest son <laughs> there's some like kind of mom like sweet moments in there yeah. um, and so that's the part I think that kind of could broaden the appeal a little bit is because there are vignettes that are about moms about dads and about kids uh, and other members of the family too kind of all incorporated into the movie um, the other part that I would say about the nostalgia I would definitely argue that this movie is the strongest of that point on of the three mm. and not because I mean like I said you could argue nostalgia from the perspective of like did I see the movie am I nostalgic about the movie that's a very personal subjective thing sure that is going to it doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. So for me, the nostalgia point has more to do with does the movie itself portray like nostalgia? Ah. And that is where I think this movie beats out the other two yeah. is because it's portraying classic like holiday events and feelings mm-hmm. situations. and situations and moments. Whereas the other two movies are a little bit more like zany off the wall, like not real life kind oh, of my situations. Right. Mm-hmm. So like elf is a little more like this is, you know, we don't actually have elves from the North pole living in New York. Mm-hmm. We don't actually have like that's Muppets true. running around <laughs> that we know so, of. <laughs> that we know of. Uh, so that that's where I would go with the nostalgia okay. thing is not so mm-hmm. much like, did you watch the movie? Okay. Um, but more just it represents the content itself. The content yeah. itself is nostalgic in, in terms of what it represents. Yeah. So interesting. And I don't mean to help your argument, but if but the movie itself is old Ralphie actually telling the story of right. his childhood. It's him reminiscing about so his childhood. So it is literally like, nostalgia him being is, nostalgic. Nostalgia is basically the like theme of the movie. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. That's, that is the movie. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I just wanted to it's, make it's, that point. It's being nostalgic about all these different things that yeah. happen during Christmas time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So now we get to fight Kara. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I love the uh, the boring language that you use. Yeah, I don't know. Just, All right, I, so a few I, minutes to talk about. Uh, okay, Muppet so we Christmas have five Muppet minutes to defeat Muppet Christmas. I'll let I'm you ready. start, Zoe. Okay, so I have to have full disclosure. I am a obsessed Muppet fan. Like, <laughs> nice. I grew up watching. They were DVDs of the Muppet Show when oh, it ran yeah. during the 70s and 80s and whatever. Awesome. So old school, like old classic school Muppet show. I'm like the only Gen Z person that can quote scenes from that show. It's ridiculous. It's very isolating. But anyway, I cherish the Muppets with all cred. my heart. That cred. being said, <laughs> that being said, I don't think the Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas movie of all time okay. because it is a good Muppet movie. 
Okay. You know, that it, it's good for having Muppets and it's a good carol. It's a good time, no doubt. <laughs> but I don't think it hits in terms of necessarily originality because mm. it's already based on a book, which is a classic into itself. Yeah. But then you're just adding Muppets on top of it. Right. Okay. okay. And then. Uh, what else do we have? We have mass appeal. And I know you kind of said there was some mass appeal to it. Like kids are obviously going to love it because it's Muppets and the parents who have the children or family members may be dragged to watch it together. (laughs) But if you're like, don't have kids, don't watch kid content. You're probably not going to pull up the Muppet movie Christmas Carol unless. Well, well, I mean, I'll help you out on this one. Just a little bit. Right. That's true. I, I think of the three, the Muppet movie is probably the least accessible for an adult who is not already familiar yes, with the movie. Yes, that's what I was trying okay. to say. So yeah, if right. you've watched yes. any of these movies as a kid, like you can go back and watch that movie again because sure. you have kind of that like nostalgic emotional right. connection to it. Yeah. If you don't have an emotional connection, all three movies, frankly, are going to be harder to no, get into. No, Elf will be better to get into right but, off the bat, but we'll get into that later. Uh, so. We'll come back to that. Yeah. But I think like the Muppet Christmas Carol is probably harder to get into as an adult if you don't have if you kids. Didn't grow up don't and if you don't have a nostalgic yeah. connection, you kind of need that because jumping it, point. It feels like, oh, that's a that's a kid's that's movie. That's a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, why choose the Muppet as opposed to the normal Christmas Carol unless you have that lead in to be drawn to the Muppets, which I get it. Muppets are awesome. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And I could they preach awesome. more Muppets for people like I if they could get more Muppet in their lives, it I would think be, it'd be better. better. But that's true. That's a hard ask sometimes <laughs> if we're being real. I will say, though, my husband <laughs> did not grow up watching it. OK. Or the Muppets. And he watched it with us and mm-hmm. he was like, I know it's not my turn yet, but he was, <laughs> he was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. He was like, okay, that's actually pretty good. So that's you were his funny. lead in though. Would that's he have fair. picked it on that's his fair. own? Probably not. Ah. But does that necessarily mean it's not the best Christmas movie just because he wouldn't have picked it on it, his own? It means it doesn't know. have as massive an appeal okay. as perhaps okay. Elf, but we'll get okay. into that later. Uh, <laughs> you know, just, uh, just to pick a random one. <laughs> <laughs> just to pick a random one. Um, Anson, do you have any other talking points for The Christmas Carol? Um, yeah, I, I think it's a movie that I like, um, but I, yeah, I wouldn't put it at the top of my yeah. list. Um, I think probably um, the the broad appeal one is probably the biggest one. That's that's probably where I come to it most. Like, that's not a movie that I was familiar with as a kid or really ever watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was more exposed to it as an adult. I've seen it a couple times now as an adult. And I find, like, the Muppets fun and amusing, but not like deeply emotionally connective. Mm, so like, interesting. it's fun and interesting. Um, like, but it's not something that like I would, dev- would imagine myself like developing an attachment to yeah. at this point. Mm. I actually want to like, jump off of that because out of all of the Muppet movies, right. And just having a lot of Muppet stuff in my brain from watching <laughs> so much Muppet things, there are, I think, be- I think there are better Muppet movies that help you emotionally connect to the Muppets than the Christmas Carol one. For example, my favorite one is the Muppets take Manhattan, which Mm. might be the first one that they made. Um, But there you I feel like there's a real deep character driven, emotional, even though they're Mm. felt puppets, you know, like there's still a lot of credit to them for being able to do that. Yeah, exactly. And they're very relatable characters and you're on a journey with them. But in the Christmas Carol, you've taken 
the iconography of the Muppets and you've put it on top of the Christmas Carol. So mm. now it's not Kermit and Miss Piggy. Kermit is playing this right. character right. and Miss Piggy's playing this character. I really love the Muppets as um, like hosts of like shorts and stuff. Yeah. Like I yeah. love like their like short clips and like that kind of stuff. Variety the show. movies I have a little bit of a harder time mm. getting into. Getting like into, like yeah. just like feature length movies with puppets and like it just, try the Muppets like, take Manhattan it's a good I, one I feel like five minute like short clips of Muppets like that's oh, like their handle. that's their sweet spot like um you know that's watching fair. the Swedish chef like bork burr, around burr, the kitchen burr, burr. Yes, for like three best. minutes is awesome I don't know that I need like an a hour and a half of, of that of yeah. well I don't know is he in the carol yeah just he briefly is? just briefly yeah. there Cameo you go appearance. just briefly yeah. so He's at the you Fozzie now Wink Christmas party <laughs> you have two minutes now uh to rebuttal us okay well I would say I would say that this is an important movie because although the Muppets are perhaps a little more um, of a lighthearted comedic genre, I think that they pair well with this classic, The Christmas Carol, because it helps to introduce kids, which I know this isn't one of our criteria, but Mm. I would say it's a good it was a good medium to introduce kids to this story. And I would say that the, the emotional connection was maybe less about the Muppets themselves and more about the characters in this movie and more about mm. like Michael Caine as Scrooge, ah. which mm. let's be honest, he is an like a master of his craft and performed that role as if he was like in a Shakespeare play. So mm. I would say like yeah. to me, that's more of the emotionally connective part of that movie. And the Muppets were just kind of a guide. Like they just kind of come alongside you and help you along. If you're like, I'm not interested in this story. Mm. Why should I be? They add just enough of a twist. And I think that's where the originality comes in. I mean, you could say it's not original, but also we're talking Charles Dickens with like chickens <laughs> and rats and gonzo. Like yeah. that's pretty that's original. Yeah. And they bring, they bring some refreshing originality to the story because of those interesting Uh dynamics and characters and there's talking vegetables i mean that's pretty fun (laughs) um and there's a guy that has like a boomerang fish in the street that he's selling i could quote this entire movie too um so those are uh, those two points and i i see what you're saying about the broad audience appeal that is fair i think if someone were to give it a chance okay like my husband did they would be surprised even if they wouldn't necessarily initially choose it mm-hmm. <laughs> from a range of Christmas movies. I think they might be surprised by it. All um, good points. But mm-hmm. yes, I guess I guess that is my rebuttal. Okay. For now. You, you did good on time. <laughs> Thank you. And now you guys can fight me. <laughs> okay. Five minutes. Oh, this is a hard one to fight because I do like it. <laughs> yeah. But, but Elf is a good movie. Um I have found some people, including one of my family members, that don't like this movie. Same. So there are people that really mm. don't like it. Yeah. So the broad mm. appeal. Yeah. yeah the it's the mm. main thing that seems to be the objection that yeah, I, I hear, hear what the objection is, is one. A lot of people really don't like Will Ferrell. That's uh, true. And so he's a very true. like lightning rod actor. We will get to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fair. And I think part of that is it very much does like you. You kind of made the argument and. 
I'm not sure I fully disagree, but you made the argument that it like kind of straddles that line really well of like making Buddy the Elf an endearing character as opposed to an annoying one. Uh But I don't think everyone would agree with you. I see. I I think there are some people who would say that Buddy the Elf crosses over Uh, from endearing to annoying. annoying. And even more um, worse than annoying is I think some people would say Buddy the Elf as a character crosses into that kind of like cringy kind of domain where you literally feel uncomfortable watching him in certain situations. That's fair. And this is a a thing I've heard a number of people talk about with different movies where they really just don't like watching movies that create like super like cringy, embarrassing, like situations. That is fair. And this movie is basically like one big long one of those. (laughs) It's it's like a whole movie of just like a a character embarrassing himself. It's so true. And if you are the type of person who is easily embarrassed or self-conscious or you feel self-conscious on behalf of another character, this can be actually a really, really uncomfortable movie to watch. It's painful. Because, yeah, yeah, you're just like sitting there watching Buddy like happily like humiliate himself for like an hour and a half. (laughs) And that can be like a deeply uncomfortable experience for some people. (laughs) So true. So I I think that's like the area where you lose some people Mm -hmm. uh, with Elf is if that's you, like it, it. not only is not like unlike the other two movies where it's like, okay, well maybe this just isn't my cup of tea. Neutral. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel kind of like neutral about it or just not super drawn to it. This one can actually be one where if you're in that category, you would actually like turn the movie off. You're like, I I can't watch this. I can't handle it because it's just, it's kind of too much. I think I I agree. And this fits in the same category really with that broad audience appeal. I think older audiences uh, members in particular, like my parents, like we all tried to watch this as a family one Mm -hmm. Christmas and we did did but like only my siblings and I were laughing <laughs> like yeah. my parents did not enjoy this or at least my mom I don't remember if my dad did or not it's yeah. it's yeah but it was one of those so I think the broad audience appeal is tricky on this one yeah you take it to like an older audience that's not familiar with it yeah. like the humor definitely is it's, of a different kind of generation like yep. it, it's it, a much newer movie than either of our previous yes. two and I think that's reflected in the audience that really the likes humor, it yeah like definitely people under the age of 40 tend to love it yep um but people, people over, over the like, age of of like 60 are kind of looking at it going like this is just kind of bizarre Ridiculous. and weird. Yeah. This makes yeah. no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think there's that. Um, where are the other two? Nostalgia and um, original. It's definitely original. Mm-hmm. It's got um, I would say some of the nostalgia factor from those original cartoons like we're talking about yeah. those, those claymation the beginning of it beginning i do really appreciate that yeah. part of it like yeah. that you said it's, but yeah. that doesn't really i mean other than like maybe again at the very very end it's kind of like they they move on from that relatively really quickly. quickly yeah and then you just get buddy in like Ridiculous you know situations. in new york the rest of the time mm-hmm. and so i would say like that kind of like the nostalgia, at least in that sense, is pretty short lived and yeah, not really like a major part of the movie. It's not. Yeah. Um, so it would have been maybe kind of nice to like have that aspect of it, like built in a, a mm. little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some parts that like uh, like the way that like Santa Claus is portrayed in particular, like I feel like yeah. is definitely a unique take yeah. <laughs> on, on him. He is kind like, of interesting. He's, yeah. he's not the like just nostalgic like jolly like sugary character yeah yeah like a a lot of like this movie is kind of like gruff and rough around the edges that's so if you're really going for like i just want like the nostalgia like feel Feel good good movie like there are parts of it particularly around like buddy and his family that get to that point 
but there's also a lot that doesn't really feel that way. That's true. Um, so a little bit rough around the edges, I would say on that one. Um, and then let's see, nostalgia, originality. I think we've kind of hit on both of those. And the and brass brass yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like we've, we've made a good argument here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Zoe <Good> disagrees. <laughs> oh, I need uh, two minutes. There we go. There you go. So let's start with Will Ferrell since that was brought up yeah, early yeah. on. I agree with you. Will Ferrell is very hit or miss. Sometimes mm-hmm. he does a good job, but most of the time it's like, meh. My mom in particular has told me how much she doesn't like Will Ferrell. Yeah. But it seems to be a common mom opinion. Common, My mom has that opinion yeah. also. Same. But I think that he actually does a very good job in this role. I do think he walks the line. It is a very narrow line. That is very That's easy. Fair. And I totally understand the point that some people might find him more annoying than endearing. And I think that is kind of the point that he is kind of annoying to the characters in the movie. Sure. He's certainly oh, annoying. Yeah. People yeah. are annoyed by him, especially his dad, who's like, oh, my God, stop. Like, you know, that's like kind of the point of the movie. Um, so I understand that opinion. But I do think that I don't I don't know for a fact, obviously, because I didn't poll it and I don't know what the polls would say. <laughs> but I feel like that might not be the majority. I don't know if a majority of people would say, oh, I don't like Elf because he's annoying. Again, I don't know that for a fact, but I, I think feel, that's fair. I think it's probably I feel like a minority opinion. But. Yeah. The movie, when it came out, like was such an instant like, oh, my gosh, this movie is so funny. It's so like great. And it stood the test of time over 20 years. It didn't just become successful on release and then become and then go away and then go away yeah. to the obscures of like, I, I, did, I don't like um the what is that movie with the train and the kids? Oh, the Polar Express. I don't like that movie. <laughs> and I, I like that's one that I feel like came and went. <laughs> Choo choo away. Was, that was a book originally, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the book is good, yeah. but I really don't like yeah, the movie. Didn't stand but anyway, up. yeah, there are animation, movies. Certainly. Oh, oh, the animation certainly. Oh, the animation is rough. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> point being, like, this movie has stood for the past 20 years as like an iconic Christmas movie. That's and true. we were talking about Rough Around the Edges. Anson, your movie. <laughs> <laughs> Your movie is really rough that's around good, the edges. That's we, a fair point. We've been talking about how it's like a more realistic Christmas where it sucks and like your that's parents fair. are like, you know, this way or your siblings are that way or you, you, your, your friend's tongue gets stuck on an ice pole and you gotta yeah. help them out. You're gonna, that's, a good, that's a fair point. And that was my timer. Oh. So my rebuttals are over. Oh man. <laughs> okay. That was quick. So now mm. each of us will have two minutes of concluding remarks. Oh, so wow. I'm not sure that I have a lot more know, to say. I don't know, me neither. Well, okay. you're basically summarizing all of the points. So everything that you talked about and all of the points that we've talked about about your movie, you don't have Mm. to use the full two minutes, but you're just trying to wrap up your argument in bow so that Andrea, our lovely Andrea, will make the final votes. You're trying to convince (sighs) our listeners and Andrea. Okay. All right. So am I going first? Yes, you'll go first. All right. So give me our three points again. We had nostalgia, originality, originality, and mass appeal. appeal. Let's start with uh, nostalgia. I think my movie wins hands down on nostalgia. That's literally the idea of the movie. It is is a series of vignettes that displays... scenes that pretty much everyone can relate to in some way, even if you can't relate to the specific thing that happened in that situation, you can relate to the theme or to the idea of it. So I think it wins on nostalgia on originality. It's hard to argue that it's not also pretty original that rough around the edges, like kind of component to it Mm -hmm. is also part of its originality. (laughs) It's a very unique Christmas movie. I can't really think of another Christmas movie that's much like it. Um, There are other uh, adaptations of uh, A Christmas Carol. There are other like kind of just zany adventure like Christmas movies, but there aren't a lot of movies like 
a Christmas story. So I think it's very good on originality. And then mass appeal. I think um, I will concede that there are probably certain people that it appeals to more than others. But I think everyone can find a place in it because of that, like nostalgia relatability thing I was talking about. Like there is something for everyone in the movie at some point, whether it's you were a kid and you remember what it was like to be dared by your friends to do something crazy <laughs> that you probably were going to regret or mm. whether you're a mom and can relate to cooking a whole really great holiday dinner and then having everything go wrong and something get ruined and having to go get <laughs> takeout instead or whether you can you know relate to being a kid uh, and really, really wanting something and then being told you're not going to get it and then maybe finally getting that wonderful present. There's something in there for everyone. Wow. All right. Mm -hmm. Some strong, strong arguments yep. there. All right, Karen. In conclusion, Home Alone is probably the best Christmas. <laughs> I thought that someone was going to pick Home Alone. I was shook. It's like, Actually, wow. That would have been a strong contender. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I was my backup. If, uh, it's probably like all of our second places, it which really means is. it probably is the winner. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go on. past that. All right, Kara. All right, so we're going to start good with the start with the nostalgia factor. Um, I'm going to borrow some of this lingo from theconversation.com. The special combination of the treasured story of a Christmas car Carol and beloved characters from a much loved and much missed creator makes for a particularly heady nostalgia in the Muppet Christmas Carol. Even citing she sources. This sources. Is sources. <laughs> okay. Also, among the many screen adaptations. Okay, we're going on to unique. Among the many screen adaptations of this movie, The Muppet Christmas Carol is unique, not least because Gonzo is as the unclassifiable whatever is Dickens <laughs> and Rizzo the rat is his grounded wisecracking sidekick. Hello. Um, what other Christmas Carol adaptation is the rat going to be looking for his jelly beans? <laughs> that does not happen in other Christmas Carol movies. I'm just saying, True. but it also draws on this yearning for snowy Victorian Christmases. It's got that like orchestra in the background expertly balances humor, dread and sentimentality. Uh, and then we have the broad audience appeal, which I still argue is, is, is broader than some Christmas movies. But although I will concede if you don't have kids or weren't originally introduced to this, it could be tricky. But again, my I feel like my whole family like could will appreciate this movie like mom, dad, brothers. Like that's a tricky one at Christmas to find a Christmas movie mm -hmm. that everyone is willing to watch mm -hmm. and not roll their eyes or like leave the room at. And this is one that usually wins every time everyone is like up for this one so that is my that is my argument that is your argument <laughs> <clears throat> all right zoe all right have at it so in terms Bring of it home. <laughs> in terms of originality i think i don't think there's any movie quite like elf that is able to take the nostalgia of the old cartoons that we had talked about i don't again there's a name for them but it's escaping me the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer like iconography blending that in with a character that is wholesome and endearing but annoying but <laughs> but you love him Slash but annoying. you but you love him and it's fun to watch him go on his saney adventures trying to figure out where he belongs and who he is which is relatable to everyone i think it has such mass audience appeal i think the fact that it did so well upon release and continues to do well after 20 years is a testament to how relatable it is to mass audiences and there's there's never going to be a like perfect movie that fits everyone, but we are arguing for the best Christmas movie. And I think that this is a movie that 
maybe your family members, I guess, don't want to sit down and watch together. But I think a lot of families. <laughs> Everyone except for Kara's family like, wants to sit down and watch this together. There are outliers, of course, but on a majority Some mass species. Anson's family as well. Sorry. There are outliers in this room. But <laughs> speaking like mass across America. <laughs> I think a lot of people, when Elf comes on the TV, it stays on. Ah. And that people will enjoy watching him eat that crazy spaghetti and, oh, you know, yeah. make snowflakes and <laughs> sing with the, the pretty Elf lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. you know, just the, the, the grumpy dad. And the, it's so good and so iconic for a reason. Hmm. I would say, well argued to all of you. Yes, and I yeah, also agreed. would say, I like all three of these movies. That is uh, fair. I think they're I good Christmas too. movies. Yeah. So yeah, that's, Andrea that's has fair. a tough pick ahead of her. Uh-huh. That's fair. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, come over, gotta come over here. All right, so Andrea, we're bringing Andrea over to a microphone Andrea to declare a winner. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, I agree. All these movies are excellent. Well done. However... However, one person, one person rose must above the others and the others die. And made a beautiful, you know, compelling <laughs> argument. You know, though, the one thing that only one of these movies has is a 24 hour TBS on repeat run. Oh, and that would be oh. a Christmas story. Oh. Oh. I think the Christmas story is the one yeah. that beats out the others oh. as the best Christmas movie. Yes. The best. Christmas. Wow. It has the word, you know, Christmas story. <laughs> I should have used that argument. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the only one that has the word Christmas in it. No, oh, no, that's true. That's true. But the only one that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that meets all the I'm other just, criteria. I'm just going to uh, trust oh, that Andrea's decision well, is correct. I will accept defeat this time. All right. and this, this time. This time. We'll get you next time. Next time. Really, though, I do yes. got to say, yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> movie. Oh, Why wow. did none of us pick Home Alone? I, I'm not I was sure. I was it, occurred to, it occurred to me, like... I don't know. Yeah. It was one of you were speaking and I was like, <laughs> I should have been listening and like started to zone out or something. I don't know. Yeah. But like, like I was like, all the Home Alone meets all these criteria really, really well. It does. Why yeah. didn't we pick I was torn between Elf and Home Alone. Yeah. And I went for Elf because my family rewatches that more. Yeah. But we have the DVD of it, which helps. It's so yeah. funny. It, you're right. Home Alone meets all of See, yeah. like sometimes I think that is like the thing, right? Like if we all have like our individual favorites yeah. that maybe are a little more like niche or like yeah. specific to us specific. but if like mm -hmm. everybody has the same yep. second best christmas movie that is so probably the first then really maybe that is alone. really the true winner so what we have learned <laughs> is we are all twist. wrong <laughs> twist of events we were all wrong and it's home alone and one last like how bad at debate do we have to be <laughs> to be like to have actually a movie that nobody made the case for actually be the one where i'm like oh yeah that that's, that's probably the winner. one honorable mention just because my husband had pointed this oh, out yeah, throw, throw in some honorable the honorable mentions. mention yeah. of it's a wonderful life yeah. he was so sad that none it's of us wonderful has picked life it. is up fair there, it's for sure very classic high. yeah do you have any other like uh, honorable, mentions. honorable mentions great question die hard no i'm not one of those people <laughs> i know there are those people but that's that's ultimately like that's Silly. that's an ultimate um, niche we thing like christmas alone. vacation is an honorable oh, mention. Yeah, yeah christmas vacation, vacation. Yeah. yeah you know it's yeah. in there along with the it's christmas like story real cultural life cultural iconography yeah. like yeah. iconic oh yeah it's one know. of those you watch and go yeah that's what christmas feels like what is the line one of my favorite lines from that movie is i don't know what to say honey except it's christmas and we're all miserable right. like, that's, <laughs> that's how it feels sometimes as yep. a grown-up yep. so oh. that's an honorable mention 
mention. Relatable. Um, are there any like Christmas? You mentioned a Christmas story is up there for you as one that you like did not don't like. like so, yeah. Are there any other Christmas movies that you just really don't any like? Any Hallmark movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't love like Hallmark it, movies. So talking about like there is an appeal to these Christmas movies where they're a bit rough around the edges. They're a little more realistic, like yeah. Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, or maybe Elf if it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> you were yeah. like, it's so rough hey, around I, the edges. I, I, but, which, I like Elf. Like, I was Hall- just trying to argue against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallmark movies are so curated the and opposite. manufactured yeah. Yeah. and yeah. pretty and it grosses me out. Like they're <laughs> yeah. too aesthetically perfect and I everything just, about yeah. them is I, that way. This yeah. might be controversial like hot take. I don't really love the Home Alone sequels. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people love Home Alone 2. I like Home Alone too. I like Home. I like the first one more, but I do like. Two. I still like yeah. two. Yeah, I don't like. So, I don't, even I don't know. like the other. Sequels, There's my like though. hot no. take Christmas. There you yeah, go. Hot take. Yeah. There's some recent Christmas movies that have been made in recent years that I've heard are really oh. good. I've seen Klaus. Yes. that was on Netflix a few years ago, and it was good. I don't think I ever actually fully saw that one. I need to watch it. It's again. on Netflix. Another honorable mention yeah. for me that is a newer one. Mm-hmm. Um. I just forgot the name of it because it's so new. Oh, it is Will Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. It's called Spirited, I think. Oh, and it's on Apple TV Plus. Oh, and it's like a musical. It's what? like a modern retelling of like it's another Christmas Carol esque okay. movie, but with a twist. And there's some language in it, but I loved it. Huh. Like very fun. All right. Very unexpected. Right. Good to know. Yeah. Any other honorable mentions? There's probably a million more that I'm we're forgetting. Out. Eloise at Christmas time. That's way, Who? way off the wall. Eloise. I haven't seen that. At Christmas time. Have you seen Andrea has? <laughs> I've seen it. It's so good. <laughs> Julie Andrews. The oh. end. Okay. <laughs> Julie Andrews. Okay. It's so good. It's okay. so quirky and like off the wall and bizarre. It's based oh, on a book. It's Again. It's in the Plaza Hotel. It's so adorable and it has such a cute storyline. One more honorable okay. mention The Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's one that my family that is, loves to yeah, rewatch. That's, that's, a, good that's one. a good one. Growing up. And there are probably a zillion more, but the point is, let's all enjoy some Christmas that's movies right. with our family members and not debate. Let's and just love <laughs> one another. When all else fails, yes. apparently just put but, on Home Alone. But just my movie was the best. <laughs> also, also, I won. Also that. Don't forget. Technically, <laughs> we're all winners. Ah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how a debate works. I think technically I'm the winner. I think you're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this Real Review debate. Well played. The Real Review podcast hosted by Zoe Moody is a part of the Real FM podcast network. You can listen to more Real FM podcasts or Real FM radio on the Real FM app or at real.fm.